Holy Spirit, one true God. Amen. In the Gospel reading today, we hear of the genealogy of Jesus Christ taken from Luke chapter 3. The church, in her wisdom, has ascribed this passage the Sunday before Christmas. It is, in fact, a passage that is full of Jewish male names. One which is not very exciting. In fact, it's very boring. And for Achins who are reading this passage on Sunday, we have to look through this passage and make sure that we get the names right. So this passage is ascribed by the Malangora Orthodox Church not because the church wants us to listen to Jewish names, not because the church wants to bore us, but because in a few days we are going to celebrate the birth of our Lord God and our Savior Jesus Christ. And the church wants us to understand that this Jesus, who is soon to be born, is indeed a human being that lived on the face of this earth in flesh and blood. He was a man. He was born as a baby. He lived as a child grew in stature and wisdom, as the Gospel says. He was a teenager. He was a young man. When he began his ministry, he was a grown man. And it was he, the man Jesus, who performed the miracles that we read about in the Gospels. It was the man Jesus that wept at the tomb of Lazarus. It was the man, Jesus, who laughed and cried with his apostles. It was the man, Jesus, who had compassion on the thousands and thousands who came to hear him. It was the man, Jesus, that healed the lepers, gave sight to the blind, it was the man, Jesus, who took the cross to Calvary. It was the man, Jesus, who was crucified upon the cross. It was the man, Jesus, who was entombed for three days. It was the man, Jesus, who rose again on the third day. It was the man, Jesus, that ascended into heaven and is now seated at the right hand of God in power and in glory. Our God, Jesus Christ, was a real man according to the genealogy and lineage of the Jewish people. He was real like you and me. He had a heartbeat. He had eyes, ears, hands, feet like each and
and every single one of us. But there was a difference. He was a real human being. There are, in the history of mankind, real, true human beings who have lived. Adam was a true, real human being. He was created in the image and likeness of God. He walked with God. He talked with God. Walking and talking with God is real humanity. It is what it means to be a human. You and I, we are called to be true human beings. To talk with God. To walk with God. To commune with God as Adam did. And this is where Christ comes in because of the transgression of Adam, because of the sin of Adam, and he becomes the new Adam, bringing us and pushing us forward into a new age of restoration, redemption, prosperity, for the gospel of Jesus Christ teaches us and shows us that we can also become true human beings. A true human being an example of such people are the saints. When you look at the lives of the saints, how Paramananda Thirimini lived and was able to walk with God and talk with God, he shows us what it means to be a true human being. When we hear of the saints and how they are able to love, to forgive, how they are able to heal. Sometimes even to go from place to place and be it multiple times, even though there is only one person. How are they able to do that? It is because they in their life, through repentance, forgiveness, and love, have become true human beings. We are all called to become true human beings. But what we have chosen is rather evil over good. We have chosen to live in the world, but we have not chosen to live in the heavenly places. By our choice, even though we are called to be true human beings, are we living in such a way today? We choose not to repent, not to forgive, not to love. But God is calling on each and every single one of us to love, to repent, to forgive, and be true human beings. We are called to walk with God. We are called to talk with God. But we have become less than human. Sometimes I even think that the animals behave better than we do. We have hatred, we have anger, we have jealousy, envy, all sorts of nasty things. That is not natural. 
natural to humanity. Bigotry, racism, all these things, it's not natural to human beings. It's not even natural to animals. Yet we have become such things here in this world and that's what we see on the outside. My friends, that's not human. That's other than human. Being addicted, being sinful as we are, and as I am, that's not human. It's other than human. If I were a true human being, I would walk with God. I would listen to God, speak with God, as the saints do. But yet we have chosen to become other than human beings. God wants each and every single one of us to be truly human as His Son, as His saints, as Adam was. And how do we do that? First, by repentance. When we come to church, we are always having a mindset for repentance. Repenting is to be truly human. When we sin in our day-to-day -day lives, when we say things that aren't right, when we treat people the wrong way, say the Jesus prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. When you do that, you are ascending above and you are moving yourself into a heavenly place. God is pleased. And then you start to get into the realm of your humanity, that which you were called to be in. So repent. When you come to church, when you stand before the holy mysteries, you should have a mind of repentance, a heart of repentance, a soul to repent. I do the absolution prayer in the morning, and I'm nice, real nice, to do the absolution prayer during the cochlear time. But listen, I don't really care about absolution. I'm wondering and I'm hoping that when I lay my hands on you, that your heart is repenting. When I pray the absolution prayer over you, my mind and my heart should cry out to God for you. But is your heart and your mind crying out to God for repentance? We can always do the assembly line. And I'm not against it, but I'm more so for you, dear brother and sister, to repent. That's what it means to be a true human being. What is other than human being is saying, I mean, I'm not that bad of a sinner. Oh, I ain't so bad. You know, um, I don't need to go to confession. You know, I'm all right. I'm good where I am kind of average, I'm floating where I need to float. You know, I'm hanging in there. Things in my life are okay, it ain't too bad. You know, it's okay, I'm good. I don't need to repent. See, you're not a human being. And isn't that scary to think that you're not human? What it means to be human is to repent. Continuous repentance will get you into the humanity where God wants you to be. Second is forgiveness. When we forgive, we are showing our humanity. We're showing who we truly are 
called to be. When someone says something bad about us, when someone does something to us, are we willing to forgive? Open up our heart and say, you know what? God forgave me, so I'm going to forgive them. There are exceptions where a priest needs to be there for counseling, for mediation, but in most cases, in general terms, if we have a forgiving heart, if we have a heart that overlooks other people's faults because God has overlooked my fault, and then when Jesus says, forgive, just as your Father in heaven has forgiven you, how many times should we forgive someone? 70 times 70. Remember the song. 70 times 770. 70 times is not enough to be like God in heaven. See that? That's what happens when you go to OVBS. You learn these songs. So forgiveness is required to move into our humanity. When we begin the Qurbana, the Adiphora, all of us, we give peace to one, any, one another. And if we have forgiveness in our heart before we come before the Holy Mysteries, then what we receive isn't His body and His blood transforming us and changing us. Forgive, just as your Father in heaven has forgiven you. And when you forgive, God will exalt you. He'll bring you forward. He'll do things in your life that you never imagined. Unforgiveness is one of the main reasons why a Christian can never move forward in his or her life. Why? Because God wants you to forgive. So move into your humanity through forgiveness. And finally, through love. Love is one of those things where we can't describe it. We can't quantify it. We can't qualify it. We just know that it's real. We love our children. We love our wives. We love the people that are closest to us. We love. But sometimes we can't explain this love. But God wants us to love everybody. And sometimes we can't get to that place of love, right? But what God wants us to do is at least try. Try to love someone not because of what they give you or not because of what they do for you, but because Christ loved me, so now I must love. Many religions teach that God is obedience. God is knowledge. But Jesus taught, God is love. Love your enemies. Forgive those who hate you. Do good to those who persecute you. And you will be like your Father in heaven. That's the one thing that distinguishes us from all other people. If we don't have that, we're not human. And for that matter, what type of Christianity do we have? I'm so appalled by the things that are going on in India. How there's hatred among Christians. Christian to Christian, hating each other, fighting each other, going to battle with each other. Hindus and Muslims 
hating each other, divided over religion. I say the heck with religion. Because religion is the one thing that divides and it breaks people apart. But Jesus Christ is the one who brings people together. He's the one that unites because what he preached was humanity. St. Ignatius of Antioch, whom we commemorate today, was taken to the amphitheater in Rome. And before he was taken to the amphitheater in Rome, there his fellow Christian disciples, spiritual children, brothers and sisters came to him and said, what, what, what can we do for you? How could we help you? And he said, I don't want you to help me. I'm happy that I'm here. I'm going to be devoured by lions, be ground up and be made fine bread for my Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. For I, for I, for I will now truly become a human being. We are called to become human beings. And if we do that, if we at least try, I'm trying. Why don't you try it with me? And let's see how we do. Let's try to be human. And let's try to change the culture that we're in. And try to change the world that we live in. Let's try to be human. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh Heavenly Father, we come here right now as people with broken hearts, minds that are drifting, souls that are shattered. Some of us are okay. Some of us are happy. Some of us are delightful. Some of us might have no feelings. Some of us, we might have sinned. Some of us, we might have sinned much this past week. But we all stand here right now, sit and pray before you, knowing that all of us, each one of us, has shortened, has fallen short of the glory of God. And in this place, we ask, that you come into our heart, our mind and our soul, and you transform us. Bring us to that true humanity of repentance, forgiveness, and love, where there is no bias nor hatred, but pure love, love that abides in us and that others can see so that we can change this world by changing ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We have a departed clergy today that we commemorate. His Holiness Vesalius Gibergis I, Catholicos of the East. We remember this Holy Father in our prayers today.
Your feet shall be clothed in righteousness, and your saints in glory. Oh.